I'm so glad you're joining me for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Is it just us, or have you noticed that in recent months, so many more men are paying attention to how they look, to how their bodies look, and they're not hesitating to show them off on social media? We wanted to talk about this trend. We're calling it the new focus on men's fitness, and we wanted to break it all down for you with this incredible panel. Joining me is Plemmy Lawson. He's known on Instagram as Fit King Plem. He's also a fitness and health expert, general manager, and part owner of the UFC gym in Fort Lee. Plemmy, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Josh McBride. He's the host of Simplified with Josh McBride. He's an entertainment expert and TV host as well. Josh, great to have you with us. Great to be here, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Rip Michaels. He's, uh, I call him the entertainer extraordinaire because he is comedy, acting, TV shows, all sorts of things. And one of his latest projects is producer and host of Urban Eats and Treats, which will be coming out soon on the Peacock Network. Rip, great to have you with us. I'm glad to be back with the gang. Hey, Josh, how's everybody doing? I'm feeling super blessed. All right. We're We're feeling super blessed to have you and, uh, that you were able to fit us in with your workout schedule and your work schedule too. Anything for Lisa. You know what I'm saying? That's what I said. My trainer was like, what do you, I was like, nope, we got to, we won't, we gonna fit it in. Josh, let me start with you on this. Uh, we, you know, we've seen magazine covers. We saw Lenny Kravitz on the cover of men's fitness. We see a lot more pictures of men showing off their six packs, their guns, their whole, you know, their bodies and everything on social media. Is this a new trend? Has something happened? It seems like there's this whole new change going on. Yeah, I don't know about if it's a new trend because it's been happening for a while. I mean, there's major celebrities now like The Rock and Kevin Hart who have done such a great job with uh, really influencing people and changing the way that they look to inspire others. You know, Mark Wahlberg talking about having a gym and cryotherapy in his own house so that he can jump in a cryotherapy machine and get right back to working out. I think that the new trend is really showing off about it. Social media gives us that platform to do so. And women were always doing it, but now it's the men's chance to really get out there and, and, and really inspire others. I mean, what about what you're seeing coming into the gym and also for your training? And you built a huge following on social media during the pandemic because people couldn't actually be out and get the kind of one-on-one training that, that you're famous for. That's correct. Uh, not only are people uh, doing a lot of virtual training now, uh, they're using a lot of uh, programs where they can do it through their phones directly. I have one authored called The Level Up where hundreds of people are using it in like 17 different countries. So it's, it's not even just a traditional way of coming into the gym, but it's also turning, you know, your personal space, your home into a gym as well. Um, Rip Michaels, we've seen you on Instagram go from your fitness journey with the muscles and the exercising and all of that. What made you, especially with the schedule that you keep with all the shows and everything, and all the projects, what made you decide to, to take that turn, extreme turn towards health? Um, well, I've been um, heavy my whole entire life. I've, uh, I've lost over 150 pounds three times. Um, and this last time I wanted to do it the healthiest I ever could. So a couple of my celebrity friends, we got together and we started the Get Rip Challenge. And what it was was to see who could, uh, you know, transform their body the healthy way uh, within 30 days. And I was able to lose 54 pounds in 30 days. Um, healthy-wise, eating the proper meals and educating myself. And big shout-out to all my trainers that were involved, Trifecta Fit, that showed me how to box and showed me in big ant with all the way up in a, uh, apparel and, a, and performance. Um, they showed me and educated me in ways that I could actually eat what I like, have six or seven meals. It got to the point where I, I didn't want to eat. I was eating more food than I ever ate in my entire life. 
and, uh, and it changed and inspired so many people. That's why I got my mom behind me. You see, she's on the treadmill. She's also over 20 pounds in a month. Um, and it's just been something I've been going around educating people about something that I never thought that ripped Michaels would actually be ripped Michaels. I was always the chunky one. I know I people were people going crazy on Instagram like that, so about just, calling you ripped Michaels. But what about, but what yeah, about, I never thought what kind like of plan that. did you follow? What kind of plan did you follow? Because when you talk about eating six, seven meals a day and then being, you know, not wanting to eat and then losing that much weight, what was your typical day like? Because you, you know, you're on a, you have a really tough schedule. Oh, my, my day would start off with fasted cardio. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of fasted cardio. I'll start my day off with fasted cardio, whether I would run. And I, I, Josh, big shout out to Josh, because I'd look at his page and he inspired me so much because he's constantly on the Stairmaster. And sometimes when I didn't want to get up, I would look at Josh and he'd be on the Stairmaster like, I got it in. So my day would start off with, of course, fasted cardio. Then I would eat a meal. I had meal prep. Big shout out to Mac Muscles. They made every single meal that I had. And not only did they make it, they showed me how to eat it and what times to eat it. So then I would work out. Then I would have my meal acids and I would have my first meal. And then I would go about my day. Then I would do my second workout, which would be either boxing or weight training. I would switch up day, day by day to do whatever I needed to do. And I always did 15 minutes worth of cardio before I went to bed every single night just to actually not make sure my metabolism wasn't slowed down. And toward the end of the night, of course, I cut less carbs out and had more protein. Wow. So, so you were working out basically two to three times a day. Well, two times a day and then 15 minutes before bed, I don't consider a workout because that's just me jumping rope at the edge of my bed watching Shark Tank or just doing something fun or uh, just watching a music video for like, three, you know, for three or four videos, of course, over. So that, I didn't really consider that a workout. That was actually my fun time. I mean, when you, so, hear, when you hear about this routine that he was on, what, what do you think about that? That's a spectacular right. achievement. Well, kudos to him, first and foremost, uh, for, the, for the fat loss, not the weight loss, the fat loss, because you don't want to lose muscle. Um, so again, kudos to him. One is everything is based off of math. So it's, it's common for people to talk at large what they ate, but it's not about what you ate. It's about how much you ate. It's portion control. One pound of body fat is equivalent to 3,500 calories approximately. So no matter how many times you ate throughout the day, there's a certain amount of calories that you're supposed to take in in order to create a caloric deficit. So if he didn't create a caloric deficit versus what he burned every day, it would not have mattered that he ate several times a day. You can still overconsume. So it's all based off of math. It's universal. It's worldwide. So it's not just about him. It's about anybody can do this, provided they know what their calorie intake should, take, should be every day. All right, we're going to uh, get, get deeper into this, the new men's fitness focus with our panel. I'm your host, Lisa Evers for Street Soldiers. We'll be back right after this. Yo, what up? This your homie Ace Hood, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about the new men's fitness focus. A lot more men are paying a lot more attention about their health overall, and especially about how their bodies look. We're finding out why, how they're doing it, and also you may find some information about what can help you or a man you care about in your life. Joining me for this conversation is Plummy Lawson. He's a fitness trainer. You know him on Instagram as Fit King Plum with his tips and inspirational messages. He's the GM and part owner of the UFC gym in Fort Lee. Plummy, great to have you with us. Thank you again, Lisa. Thank you. Also joining us is Josh McBride. He's the host of Simplified with Josh McBride. He's an entertainment expert and TV host. Josh, great to have you with us. Good to be here, Lisa. Thank you. And also with us uh, is Ripped or Rip Michaels, depending on 
We call him Rip Michaels now, entertainer extraordinaire. And his latest project, one of them, is producer and host of Urban Eats and Treats, which is coming out on Peacock. And he talks about uh, the whole show is dedicated to showing you how you can eat healthy, basically, in the hood. Rip, tell us about the show. What gave you that inspiration to do a show about this? Because that's been a complaint for a long time, especially in urban communities. It's very hard. It's been very hard historically, although things are getting a lot better now, but very hard historically for people to find healthy food. But w- what was your motivation to turn this into a show? Um, uh, my motivation, and big shout out to Kevin Hart, because Kevin Hart and uh, the whole LOL team produced it, and big shout out to him for putting it together um, and allowing me to have this opportunity. Um, I got into it because a lot of times there are urban myths. Of, of course, you know, Lisa, you're always in urban neighborhoods showing them that we have great stuff. And if we get such a bad rep, a lot of times people think that we're only uh, check cash and places, liquor stores and fried chicken and Chinese food in the hood. But there are a lot of great things happening in urban neighborhoods across the country. And I wanted to showcase that, that not only in just black neighborhoods and Latin neighborhoods and uh, Indian neighborhoods, there are great infusions. There are great, these, there are great chefs. And I wanted to highlight these people because they're not. There's a lot of things called trap kitchens where people cook on Instagram and it's like a trap house and they tell you where to pick up the food because they, they can't own a brick and mortar and to be able to shed light on it. And a lot of your favorite celebrities, they actually eat at these places. So when I travel the, the country and I go to these different places, I show people that when I'm in Cleveland, this is where I eat. And when I'm in uh, Atlanta, this is what Cardi B likes to eat. So a, a lot of my friends um, showcase what they like to eat in urban neighborhoods. And it's bringing a lot of awareness because people don't understand that there are great, great things happening and great things doing with food. And if you watch these shows, they never highlight that. They never show us that that we have great things. They only show the fried chicken. They only show um, the fried fish. They don't show the infusion. They don't show they're mixing Caribbean foods and African foods and these Ethiopian dishes that we have that are located all in the country. So basically it's showing that you, you don't have to have a private chef. You can just be a regular person and you don't have to pay like $25 yeah. for lunch in order to get something that's healthy. Exactly. And, they, and it's, it's healthy food. It's good home cooked food. And, and, and it allows people to know that it's out there. And these, these chefs, a lot of times, don't have these brick and mortars. And you can see these, these great things that they're doing. And the fact that a lot of my entertainment friends go there as well. Like Brandon T. Jackson showed me this great space um, in Detroit that he had been going to for years that make vegan soul food. And I never thought it was such a thing. And I'm wow. telling you, these greens, I w- you couldn't tell me when a turkey neck in there. You couldn't tell me. And it was absolutely delicious. And I believe it was less than 1,000 calories. And I was great to, sh- to showcase that. And it's, it's owned by this black couple that's been in business for over 30 years before even vegan was big. So that was great. No, that's fantastic. We're, we're good, definitely going to look forward to that. Josh, in, ter- in terms of the image, the popular image in our culture that we see of men now, it's almost as if the whole fitness thing back in the day, especially with hip hop, it was like the big, big was okay, extra big was okay. And then now, now it's like a lot of the pop- most popular rappers are super skinny or what some people might say are underweight or whatever. But what about what is part of this, the popular culture driving this entertainment? I think it's just about being healthy and it's about being a healthy culture. I think, you know, uh, piggybacking off of what Rip said, I think that there, you know, we're lucky to have a show like his coming out because I think that this need, there is education that needs to be behind this. Styles P was on this show not too long ago and I sat on a panel with him and he was talking about juices for life and how important it was to educate um, the community of why we should be having healthier juices, right? So thinking about that and thinking about that staying on trend, we also see in social media, there's so many opportunities for these guys to be posting themselves, um, you know, with men's health and fitness and different blogs and things like that. They want to be able to show out and show up in that. uh, They want to be able to look good, you know, look at someone like Ja Rule who has stayed in shape for forever. um, And to be able to be like that. Absolutely. And, and, and show that he's in shape 
and show that there is health at every age. No, definitely. Let me, in, in, ter in terms of this, this movement now, what do you think is driving it? You're, are you seeing more men coming into your programs? Sure. Um, I think uh, image is a big motivation for a lot of people. But I also feel that, universally speaking, some of the more timeless factors like health at large because you're dealing with a pain. So if you go to the doctor and the doctor says you're pre-diabetic or the doctor says, you know, you're at risk for a stroke or a heart attack or anything, seizures, or you have a family history of a certain illness and your eating habits and your inactivity oftentimes are driving you to say, this runs in my family. That's because those habits are something that it, that's what your family does. So that's why it runs in your family. But when you decide to take a turn for the better, I think that should be the primary driver. And a lot of times that's what drives most people to come in. You know, they're winded coming up the steps. They can't play with their children, uh, you know, outside of just image because they want likes and followers on Instagram. That's more so for the younger generations. But for the older people, they're realizing that maybe they have less time in front of them than they have behind them and they want to prolong their life. So they're coming in literally to save their own life. Rip, what, Rip, what was the thing that really made you want to commit to, to this much of a change? Um, well, I've been diabetic since I was a kid. I, was, I have juvenile diabetes and, you know, it always, like he said, runs in my family, piggyback off what he said. Um, and it actually, if you notice, if you're watching my career from a while now, you always notice I was big this time, small this time. So I got caught up in, before I got caught up in what Hollywood wanted. Sometimes it'd be called for the big guy. So they want a big guy. And sometimes it'd be like, okay, get in shape because Tyler Perry's doing things. And you want to be in this type of shape. But this time when I lost weight, um, it was actually about educating myself and, and, and actually being a better person. If you notice, I didn't only post this stuff on my Instagram to be to inspire people. And if you notice with it, I show people the meditation. I show people the running in the rain. I show them the getting up when I didn't want to get up. And they actually inspire me to, to see how many people were like, you changed my life. You did this better. I've had over a thousand people email me. I started the Get Rip Challenge and, and change over 50, 60 people lost 30 pounds in 30 days. And, and for me, it's more about actually meditating because my trainer and we meditate together we pray together so it's, a, it's more of a spiritual thing than just physical working out and having that release and getting rid of those toxins and boxing with bomba and trifecta fit it allows me to have a better energy and more focus when i'm reading scripts when i'm doing jokes i have more energy on stage so it, it was more of a transformation of my life and educating like he was saying about learning about the deficits learning how to play with the math learning how to say all right i can have mcdonald's today if i want to as long as i'm doing my math and making sure that I'm in, I'm in it and being happy with myself. So for the first yep. time, I'm actually happy with who I am. It's not an image thing. It's not a, a, a fad for Instagram. It's, it's something that I'm able to change life and I'm able to change my own. And it's just a blessing. So God bless. It's, so it's been, it's, God bless you. And it, that's, that, that's so great. So it's, it, it's been more about, the, it's been about a much more like an overall complete transformation, mentally and physically. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. I think everybody, because Josh works out, I, I, when I see him, sometimes he's tired and he doesn't want to go to the gym. And I'll watch his post and he'll be relieved and he'll be back on set like, yeah, and I'm excited again. And getting those toxins, I mean, he owns a gym. Around. I'm pretty sure he'll tell you the same thing that you're seeing, seeing people come in there tired and seeing them leave with those those negative energies, those endorphins going and, and, and being able to go, even with you, with your karate and being a black belt. I know sometimes when you're kicking the thing, it just gets out those, that energy that you want. Man, like, ah, now I can go back to being normal without kicking somebody. Bunch of few walls. 
Lisa, just to just, I think there's something to be said to, to jump on top of that and not to go back and forth with Rip, but I think a, a majority of Rip's followers, I would probably guess, know him from Wild and Out, a show that is incredibly successful, one of the most, if not the most successful show on MTV. Um, and they know him because he's the laughing guy and the funny guy, but then for him to be able to get into shape um, and crazy shape, I mean, if you don't follow Rip, go follow him, take that minute to, because his arms are insane, but, um, and he shows them off every damn day, but for him to be able to inspire others, he's talking about being inspired, um, for him to have a following and people that know him from one thing and really changed his life, just like we've been talking about other celebs that have done this, um, is not only inspiring for, for us who are, who know him, but inspiring for so many others, like he was talking about that, that follow him and know him from one thing, but he changed his life into something else. Definitely. Let me speak on that. Cause I know you wanted to jump in there. Yes. Um, I also find that a lot of uh, men like myself that are 40 and up, I'll be 42 this year. And I find that many have decided that, you know what, maybe I have some financial success in life. By now I have a family. Um, this is now something that I do for stress relief. This is something that's making me happy. So the gym is kind of like a sanctuary for me. It's a way for me to escape from, you know, my day-to-day -day grind of what I do. So from celebrities down, those that have come to me, you know, from Method Man who was recently here training with me, or, you know, any artist, you know, when they come in and train, they leave whatever their lifestyle and what they do outside of here at the door, and they're able to just get into their own, you know, physical well-being, and it helps shape other areas of their life as well. And how important is that mental piece to how, how important is the mental piece and kind of that spiritual, I mean, there's no other word for it, that kind of like spiritual outlook to being successful over the long term, like Rip was talking about. Well, I think they're all obviously interconnected. So um, if the, the temple, the body is failing in some way, although you may call yourself spiritual and you may read things and uh, you may meditate, if your health is fading you and your body uh, is not in good shape, that heart health or your breathing is compromised. And I think this year, you know, just a moment of silence for everyone we lost to COVID in 2020. Um, if, you're, if you already have preconditions and for some reason you have a global pandemic and your, your breathing is compromised and you already are dealing with other things, then it, it's exacerbated now. And that's why so many people that went on ventilators didn't make it, unfortunately, right. because they had preconditions that sometimes were preventable. Right. And, and that's, an important, that's an important thing, too, to help you, help you stay strong and keep your immune system strong. And just that's keep right. best, health, best health possible, period, for everything. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. What up? This is Trey Songz, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people, only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about the new focus on men's fitness. Joining me for this conversation is Plemmy Lawson. You know him on Instagram as Fit King Plem. He's also a health and fitness expert and general manager and part owner of the UFC gym in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Plemmy, great to have you with us. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Josh McBride. He's the host of Simplified with Josh McBride and an entertainment expert. Um, Josh, great to have you with us. Good to be back, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Rip Michaels, now known as Ripped Michaels because of his uh, incredible fitness journey. He's the, I call him the entertainer extraordinaire, a comedian, 
a performer, actor, a show host, and his, one of his latest projects is pro, as producer and host of Urban Eats and Treats, coming up on the Peacock Net Network, showing where in the hood you can go and get healthy food all around the country. Rip, thanks for being with us. Thank you. I'm always gonna be fat rap, fat rip. Even though you call me Rip Michaels, deep down, I'm still fat. Krispy Kreme. I got a Krispy Kreme tattoo on my back. <laughs> I got a Krispy Kreme, and I got all the wings tattooed on my spine. So if you want to know no, all the wings, no, you don't have a crown for crown fried chicken. Wait a minute, let Rip. What one question people ask me? People were like, I got the oh, crown and kitty back. Back. I'm telling you. What? What'd you say? I can. I can hear you. Something cut up. Okay. All right, um, Rip, one question people asked me when, when I told them we were doing the show with you and having you back on the show again, your fans, are you still funny? Because people, for some reason, stereotype that you have to be like a certain size of heft in order to be hilarious. What do you think about that stereotype? Um, I mean, fat does jolly. Fat does go with funny because jolly, the jolly the person is, the funnier they are. But of course, but no, I don't think it is affecting my comedy. Of course, I'm still funny. I think I'm funnier now because I actually can walk around stage and not be out of breath. I used to tell a joke and have to sit down and like get in my knee. I was like, ooh, ooh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> so I think I'm actually way funnier now because I can breathe. And there's nothing worse than driving to a show and uh, the seatbelt is digging into your hip. And I think any big person can relate to this, so you gotta take the seatbelt off and just deal with the ding noise. Uh, it's a lot better. I'm way funnier and I think my life is a lot better because now when I'm, I'm in a chair, I can just sit up like this and I gotta count and throw my weight backwards just to go forward because before I used to have to go one, two, three, and back and forth. <laughs> so it's just a, it's a great experience. So yes, I am actually funnier now. My sex life is better too because now I don't have to lift my stomach up. Uh, <laughs> You have more energy as part of your calorie burning process. That's what you wanted to say. Right? <clears throat> Correct. Rip, but what about, what about in terms of how people, did people deal with you differently? Because, you know, for, for women, like we know, like a, a certain, you know, you lose a certain amount of weight, you do something to, to your hair, you change something the way you're looking or whatever, and then you get a different kind of attention from different men. It's very, it, you know, it's very noticeable. Did you, have you gone through something? Have you, you gone through things like that? Um, yes, I will say the big difference is, okay, before when I was on stage and after the show, people would go, hey, Rip, you were hilarious. Thank you for a great show. And I'd be like, oh, awesome. Now people go, hey, Rip, you were hilarious. What are you doing after the show? So it's a big, <laughs> so it's a big difference. And now people actually, you can actually see people. People, so, so you, you see a, a different level of interest or seeing you in a different way. Yes, because if you look at Wild and I, I was the fat dude in the group. I was, every group got a fat guy. That was me. I was Dave Hollister. I was the fat guy from day 26. I was that jolly guy. I was the fat guy from The Temptations. That's who I was. I was known <laughs> as the chunky guy. Like, you would ask, where to get Doritos late at night? And most of my Instagram friends were Taco Bell and, like, you know, and I knew Grubhub before they even started. They actually asked me to get down in the beginning. They was like, Rick, we're going to start delivering to you, and then we'll spread it out to other people. So it's just been, <laughs> it's been a, lot of, a lot of different, a lot of different energy. Um, now, not, not to disrespect women, I like thicker women, but now thin girls come on to me, and I'm just surprised because I never had a thin girlfriend ever. No, normally, I date girls with the same body as me. Because, you know, it's just a, just a, just a whole right, different now you, got, now you got girlfriend problems. We'll save, we'll save that for another show on relationships. Josh, in, in terms of the effect, like some of the stuff that the celebrities have been doing, you're, you're talking about like, uh, you know, the, the cryotherapy, whatever, whatever that is, like all these different things, these, these crazy things. 
how big a trend is that's been in Hollywood for a while though. Cryotherapy is kind of a newer thing. And for those that don't know, it's a, you go into a cryo chamber uh, and it feels like an ice bath, but it's just air uh, against your skin. So basically what that does from a recovery standpoint is it, is it takes the inflammation out of your muscles. So for instance, Mark Wahlberg has one. He's been open about having one at his house because he works out so much. Have you ever looked at Wal Mark Wahlberg's schedule? Um, he gets up at three and works out and then goes into cryotherapy and gets the cold so that he can work out again. But we are, you know, just to touch on what Fleming was saying in that, you know, he's in this 40, 40 plus range, but Joe Manganiello, uh, Chris Pratt, Kevin Hart, The Rock, Hugh Jackman, Jason Momoa, like this has now become a, a trend, but even more so, it doesn't matter what age you are, it's still about staying healthy. It's not, it used to be, you know, you got to your 50s and you can sit on the couch all day. Now it's, you're just starting at 40, right? Like these, these celebrities that I just mentioned, they, they, they have gyms in their houses. They like staying healthy. This is, this is a way of life now. This isn't just like fitting it in. No, definitely. Plum, that's been a big message that you've been trying to get out to, the, to people for a long time is, is don't right. use that number as a, don't use that age number as an excuse. Absolutely. For letting yourself go. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's all about sustainability. Um, it's not about a quick fix. It's not about doing something, you know, for 30 days or 60 days. I often tell my clients worldwide, you know, it's about there, there's no finish line. So this is a journey that you're supposed to continue ongoing. And, you know, we have clients to come into this gym. I was just talking to a gentleman this morning. He's 86 years old and he's here every day at 6 a.m. faithfully. And, you know, that's, you know, something to aspire to because you want to remain active because oftentimes when you stop, you lose it. So right. you're not supposed to get to a point at your age where you can just sit back like you need a rocking chair and it's over. Yeah. You know, so 40 is still very young. No, absolutely. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Salute. This is General Steele from Smith & Wesson. And right now you're listening to Street Soldiers with your girl, Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about the new focus on men's fitness. Joining me for this conversation, Josh McBride. He's the host of Simplified with Josh McBride. He's an entertainment expert and TV host as well. Josh, great to have you with us. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Plummy Lawson. He's a, a fitness and health expert. He's known on Instagram as Fit King Plum. He's also the general manager and part owner of the UFC gym in Fort Lee. Plummy, great to have you with us. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Rip Michaels, now known as Ripped Michaels because of his incredible fitness journey. He's an entertainer extraordinaire. His latest project is producer and host of Urban Eats and Treats, which is coming up on Peacock. Rip, great to have you with us. Namaste. <laughs> Rip, in, in, terms of, <laughs> in, terms of your, in terms of your advice, in terms of your advice for other men who don't necessarily have time to do two workouts a day, because maybe they're doing two jobs or three jobs, and have responsibilities and have to travel and, and all this other stuff. What, what advice do you have for them if they want to start to make some changes, healthy changes in their lives? Um, well, uh, two times a day was, let me be clear, there's something I was only doing when I was in that challenge. I don't do two times a day anymore. That's just when I was in the challenge. And two times a day to me is just, you know, and I, I think any, anybody on this panel would say, I just, I'm naturally a fat person. And when I say that, a lot of people, a lot of trainers are like, no, it's up to you. No, I'm naturally a big person, been big. I've never had any, even as a kid, I had husky clothes. 
So for me, two times a day is I have a slow metabolism. So I start my metabolism off, whether it's 15 minutes um, in front of my bed doing jumping jacks, jump ropes, sit-ups in between commercials to wake up. And then I do another 15 minutes before I go to bed. So as long as I get that in my day, um, I, I would tell anybody, if you can't do anything but that, and there is no really excuse because these, these trainers now have, have adapted apps where you can FaceTime them at any time. They got Zoom classes. So there's really no excuse if you really want to be in shape. They've made it so easily. And um, it's just everywhere now. So now you don't really physically have to go to the gym to do anything anymore. It's always there. And they go around your schedule. There's, there's trainers that's doing stuff at midnight. There's trainers doing stuff at 5 o'clock in the morning. It doesn't yeah. take a lot. You don't need a huge a gym membership. You don't need a lot of equipment. You don't need those things anymore. I find that things that you can do are, are readily accessible for you. Yeah, that's right. Tell me what, tell me what about that, that the, the availability of, of different different ways to do it. You've done a lot, you're doing and have been doing throughout the pandemic, a lot of those different uh, digital methods as well. But give us an idea for people that are on a, a limited income, limited time, and, and just something that they could start doing right away after the show or tomorrow to uh, the next Well, season. right now, you know, to your point, Lisa, you know, there's a variety of ways of, of working out and to have that accountability and that guidance, because oftentimes that's what people want. So whether you like the group formats and you want to go online and do Zooms or IG Lives with various people that, that do this, you know, free of charge, uh, sometimes people use it as a funnel system to funnel you to come into the gym physically or to join something on the back end where you would pay for it, uh, where you get more services. Because at the end of the day, it needs to be customized to your strengths and weaknesses as well. You know, there is no one size fits all for training people. And, you know, variety is the spice of life. So you should always mix it up so you can create muscle confusion. So whether you do boxing, whether you do, you know, weight training, whether you're doing a lot of cardio, um, you want to do things that are going to, uh, to use as much muscle as possible so you can continue to burn calories. Josh, tell us about what have, what have you been doing to stay fit during this time? Because I know you do a lot of different routines. Yeah, I think for me, so so I had a similar weight loss journey as Rip. Uh, when I moved to New York, I, I came here with over 30% body fat. Um, and now I'm right around... 13% body fat, 14% body fat. And uh, so it was a big, it was a big life change for me. But I think for right now, it's been really difficult for people, right? They think that just because they're home or their gyms are closed or uh, the gym's at capacity, that means they can't do anything. We actually did an episode on Simplify with Josh and Pride about fitness, about what they can do from home, using the things in their home. And I'm not a trainer and Plummy can probably say this better than I can, but using the things in their home to have a workout. And again, there's so many free accessible workouts that you can get on even YouTube. You don't have to wait for Instagram live, but using right. your couch as a place to take a squat, to squat on and then come back up and then squatting back on and being able to hold a plank. If there's a rug in your house or something like that, being able to, like Rip said, find a place to do uh, jump rope outside. If you don't have a jump rope, there's jumping jacks. There's so many free accessible workouts. We all have a cell phone. We all have one of these. You can grab that and take that to a park. A lot of people I see that w with gyms having been open, uh, they'll even take their phone and put it next to them at the gym and do the workout at the gym while watching their phone. Well, they can do that anywhere. They're not even using equipment. So being able to do that for me has been um, uh, imperative, but also knowing that uh, it, it doesn't need to be, you know, Rip's talking about two times, two times a day. That's a lot for people. People have jobs, people have kids, people have uh, partners. 
Um, for me, it was being able to move for at least an hour a day. Now, even half that, plenty will probably tell you the same thing, being able to move for 30 minutes a day, even if it's a walk, even if it's to do jumping jacks, even if it's to uh, you know, uh, do the bicycle on your back while you're just watching TV. Rip's talking about how he does it for 15 minutes watching the news in the morning, watching commercials. Uh, there's so many easy ways and so many free ways to be able to do it. Not to hate on your gym, Plenty. I think people should sign up for the gym and get a gym. But <laughs> I do think that... There are so many no free things sake, out yeah. there right now if they sure are all uh, available online. And we all have a cell phone. We all can follow somebody else's workout. Right. And well, then, you know what? Well, go ahead. Well, I was going to add this um, because, you know, free is great. But at the same time, um, it's really the service that people are paying for more right. so than just the freeness of it. Because when you have an accountability person that's going to also guide you in a way where you safely can do compound movements and you can do things in a structured way rather than they just throw things at you to do. Uh, sometimes there are some lazy people that just say, you know, do this. And they give you like bro science, you know, right. eat some chicken and eat some broccoli and you're going to be fine. Right. And actually, that's not it. You know, you need technical expertise oftentimes. No, definitely. Rip, in terms of in terms of maintaining. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you doing your are you doing your jumping jacks and stuff yeah. in the episodes of Street Soldier? Yeah. I, think we all I am. Oh, no. I am doing my jumping jacks. I you can get it in any time. I just, <laughs> you can do an interview. You take that time. So what? You about to be on something that has commercials? <laughs> Rip, there so you go. Look at it. We all in here doing our exercise every time. So anyway, we feel that. <laughs> So, Josh, hit him with a pageant wave. We can, this, is a, this is rich. You can actually do 50 pageant waves. <laughs> so you're turning, everything into an, turning everything into an exercise. Yes, you can do 20 hella calves. Like, oh, tell us, God, tell us, <laughs> give us an idea of what you eat every day. <clears throat> well, being that I'm not like in the challenge, you know, a lot of people saw me in the challenge. I eat normally now. I don't really, um, I do more, like you said, I do my math. So I eat normally. I'm not the weirdo that's always got his little food in his book bag. I never want to be one of those people that, you know, no. I, can eat. I just, I'm aware of what I'm eating and, and I make sure I do my mathematics. So like he was telling me about the calorie deficit, making sure that I drink my water. I gave up soda. Um, I do not drink soda. So I drink sparkling water. And I'm noticing that everything that's healthy is way more expensive. I noticed that it's like that's way right. more expensive. Sparkling water costs more than Sprite. And I don't understand it because they took the sugar and the sodium out and just gave me water and it cost more. I, I would never understand. <laughs> Good point. Good point. And then, and then in terms of, ca do you keep yourself, especially because you said you, you had diabetes, do you keep yourself on a certain caloric intake, like a certain number? <clears throat> well, I have to always monitor my glucose and my sugar for anybody that's diabetic. We always got to take our insulin and maintain our sugar to make sure our levels are okay and what we eat. So, um, but to his point, when he was talking about knowing your body, there's a lot of things that I can help you that, that actually makes me take less injections. And I learned that too. Big shout out to all my trainers like him that actually educate you on who know diabetes. And they actually told me, so I don't have the shots that I use, so I'm able to keep my sugar down by certain foods. And I never thought that would be possible. Right. Well, that, that's a good thing too. Well, a lot of people don't even realize it, that um, just the act of removing sugary drinks, juices and sodas and, and even excess alcohol oftentimes can not only bring your calories down, but it'll bring, you know, those carbs, those sugars down drastically. And you can lose a lot of weight just from that alone because your body, you know, it liquefies everything anyway. So when you drink sugar, it's no different than eating the sugar. You know, it's not like when you eat a donut, the donut is going to travel around your body. It's liquid. 
Right. So if you just start drinking water and remove a lot of the sugary drinks, you know, you can reduce your carb intake and reduce your calories significantly. That's a, that's a, that's a great tip. Josh, a fi final word for everybody on, on this whole topic? I think it's about movement, right? I think it's about, it's a lot, a lot of what we've talked about, right? So if we're all sitting around a lot more now and we're all doing a lot less than we were before. Even if you're still going to the gym, uh, chances are you're not taking that trip to the subway to go to the office anymore. You're not going to go outside with a friend and walk to dinner, uh, especially here in New York. Um, I think it's really about uh, control and knowing that if we're sitting on our couch six, seven hours a day working from home with the kids running around and things like that, we're not putting as much out there. We're not expending so much. So make sure that, you know, like Plummy said, like for me, that was a big thing for me, taking away soda, taking away sugary drinks, processed white foods, bread, all that kind of stuff that I didn't, it was just kind of empty calories and it wasn't filling me up. That was the other thing. It wasn't filling me up right, right. now. Uh, we're, we're still, you know, hunkered down. So I'm not moving as much. I'm getting to the gym, but it's, that's really the only time I leave the house for the day. So I know that I'm not putting as much energy out there. Um, right. Take the lessons from the people that have been you know, showing us and influencing us. Uh, we talked about a lot of celebrities. Look at someone like Rip. Plenty look like he always been in shape. But take someone like Rip who changed his life. <laughs> you know, no offense, Plenty. But but he does. He, does. he like looked like an action figure. He looked like he never did it. He was born like that. Uh, uh, I was going to say the same no, thing. No, I was no, like, I'm an old man. He was born like that. You see, I'm an old man. He ain't, he ain't got no. Look at that. He ain't got no fat pictures. He ain't never had fried I'm, chicken. I'm an old, old man like now. He has never. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, man. He it, never it even always smoked comes a out like competition with guys. You know, it's, it's like always with a good one. No, but look, he never even smoked a cigarette. Me, at least me and Josh, we drink. We actually drink and we yes. still do something. Yes. Oh, no, he has a shots. body that he ain't I never did drinks. nothing. Right. I have drinks too. And, and it's still in moderation, right? Like, wait, what is this? Yeah, moderation. Wait, what is this? Now you're beating up on the trainer on the panel? Come on. Yeah. He don't know the trouble because he's never. No, listen. Yeah, um, like, come honestly, on, he don't know the trouble. He got dropped the No, honestly, let me, let me just interject really, really quick um, because it happened very young for me. Uh, when I was about 12 or 13 years old, like my parents, they had like a small little soul food restaurant inside of like a Elks Lodge. And predominantly, a lot of my diet was soul food. And I went to the doctor one day as a kid and the doctor, you know, they did my blood work and everything. You know, I was playing football. I thought it was pretty healthy. And the doctor said, wait a minute, man, your cholesterol is over 200. It's like you're an older man. And when he told me that, I didn't even know what cholesterol meant. So, of course, you know, it was, I had to find out what it was. I had to read what it was. And I learned that if I didn't change my diet from eating that soul food that we were selling to the public, the sweet potato pies, the collard greens, the fried chicken, the fish, that I would be on the wrong path. So I made that change from 13. So by the time I hit 14, I started working out. I never stopped. And it came from me learning that if I would have stayed on that path, I would have, you know, put myself at a health risk. So I, you know, it, it, for everybody, it starts somewhere. Right. Yeah, and it's different. It's di like Rip said, it, it's different timing for everybody. You know, for 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 me, it was 24, and I'm still I'm still chasing those goals. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna have a cocktail with friends. I'm gonna go out and drink with friends. I'm gonna of go course. do that. But being able Life to do that in a balance. way that's totally so because I need to also balance. keep myself happy too. Definitely. Well, I would just I would just give this tip because I do have drinks, but I always drink my alcohol neat. So if I do vodka or anything. Because every shot is like 70 calories on average. Yeah. So I'm not going to have the shot because I want the liquor and then exacerbated by adding soda and juices to it, which now bastardized the drink. It gives so you the if I want alcohol, 
then I should just drink alcohol, not, you know, take alcohol and then add the sugar to it and make it worse. No, exactly. Well, another thing, if you're concerned as a bar owner, I would tell you that if you're worried about the sugar with alcohol, a lot of things you can actually do is switch over to hard drugs like heroin and cocaine. They don't have any sugar <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna come to you. I was gonna come to you because we're just about out of time. Rip, I was gonna come to you for like a final inspirational. That was it. Last thing. Yeah, you <laughs> have we, it. We gotta get something better for you. I'm sorry. The Rip, devil got Rip, my throat. Rip, I'm sorry. Rip, I had <laughs> the devil got my throat. <laughs> the devil, the lightning bolt came down right there. I saw him right on your shoulder there. He just came out of the screen. Oh my God, what a Rip, man. Uh, Rip, a <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Final word, a final, final word of advice for people who want to follow your lead, for men that want to follow your lead. Um, for anybody who want to follow my lead, I would say, you know, people get with trainers like, um, and actually get educated because it's mostly about education. Um, and the, mm -hmm. the next thing I would do is definitely tell you, it's, it starts with one step. It starts with one step. It starts with just whether it's eliminating soda, whether it's um, just eliminating certain carbs from your life. It starts with one step and you'll start seeing the results. And once you see the results and get the feeling, it'll change your life. It's all about taking that first step. And I thought that's what I would tell everybody. Once you take the first one, it's all down here. All right. Well, we hope this show inspired you to take the first step if that's what you decided you want to do. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Street Soldiers. I want to thank our guests, Josh McBride, Plummy Lawson, and Ripped thank Michaels. Um, thank you very much for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I always laugh a million times when Rip does it, is, is on the show. So it's, it's a nice, nice change from some of the more serious things we do. Hope you enjoyed it too. Hope you got inspired. And um, thank you for joining me. I'm Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace, love, and justice for all.